welcome to another uh, live retic lounge with uh, myself, Nathan Katz, and our other host, Lucas Bagnara. Uh, tonight's going to be an interesting one. We're going to be talking about the Slither Files. Uh, it's pretty hard to not know what we're talking about unless you've been living under a rock in the uh, reptile community, but uh, we just wanted to clarify some of the misinformation that's been going around on the forums, on different videos that have been posted, and just kind of clear the air on why and how these pictures were obtained. So, uh, Lucas. What's going on, everyone? I see a lot of people in the comments here. A lot of Patreon members, TRL loungers in the house. Appreciate all of you for showing up. Um, you guys are awesome. We were actually supposed to have our TRL Zoom live tonight, but... Uh, this was kind of a pressing matter that Nathan and I both felt like we need to address and uh, they were all on board for us doing this now. So shout out to all of you in there. Um, ooh. Uh, Adler, just give me some feedback. If uh, my mic volume still too low and uh, Lucas, he's saying you are loud. Yeah. I'll step away a little bit. All right. Okay. So um, like Nathan said, um, we're going to be going over the facts. This is not going to be uh, a episode where we are going to be showing all the pictures and we're going to be covering the news of everything that happened. Um, this is more so uh, inspired. Uh, so the group, the Slither Files, uh, that was created by Rodney and um, a lot of people on there um, have been getting I've been getting like 20 messages a day for the last week and a half. And uh, people want to know where we are, what's going to be happening. Um, have, have people tried contacting law enforcement? Um, and then there's also people in the peanut gallery of why have you held on to these photos for so long? Why didn't you call police or animal control right away? Um, you guys fumbled the football. You guys messed this up and now he's not going to get in jail. And so yeah. this is going to answer all those questions um, and so before we jump into that, um, I, I got to give our, our sponsors a shout out. So we are going to be back in just a minute while we go ahead and tune over to them. Whether you're just getting into retics or you've been breeding for years, the first place you want to visit is Stewart Design. More and more breeders keep showing up at shows on Morph Market and are all over social media. Sometimes it may feel possible to get anyone's attention. Stewart Designs helps small businesses like yours do big things through brand clarity, helping entrepreneurs to start and scale businesses that are easy to know and love. Their work can help any company or industry, but they've done a ton of work for ours. Stewart Design created the brands for US Arc, Canova, Reach Out Reptiles, Coiled, and dozens of other well-known reptile breeders. Like many of us, the owner of Stewart Design, Blake, is a keeper and breeder who fell in love with retics through first working with Garrett Hartle. Although Stewart Design does a lot of corporate work, Blake has a passion for working with people in the reptile industry. Stewart Design can help if you're just getting started or you're ready to take things to the next level, you're struggling to stand out and build your presence online or at shows, you don't want to be like the other guys or get lost in the crowd, and you want to make your own way doing what you love. And also, you have big ideas and know your business is special, but you need help sharing it with the reptile community. If something here resonates with you, reach out to Blake and have a conversation. 
To learn more or get started, visit stuartdesignbrands.com or call them at 855-SD-LOGOS. Clear brands own markets. Stuart Design helps create them. If you are in the market for an enclosure for your reticulated python or any other one of your reptiles, Focus Cubed Habitats is your one-stop shop for not only the best looking cages on the market, but also provide amazing features and add-ons to your cages. We partnered with Focus Cubed Habitats because they continue to innovate and change the way we house our animals unlike any other caging company out there. Their cages are designed intelligently and provide the most stylish and secure housing for your animal's comfort and well-being. Visit focuscubedhabitats.com for your animal's caging needs. Again, visit focuscubedhabitats.com for some amazing and stylish enclosures. We also want to thank VivTech Products for being an affiliate sponsor of the Retic Lounge. Stop by VivTech Products for the best UV spectrum lighting on the market that will enhance and improve your snake's overall well-being and health. Visit VivTechProducts.com and use the code RETICLOUNGE23 today for 15% off. Again, visit VivTechProducts.com and use our affiliate code RETICLOUNGE23 today for 15% off. Looking for the perfect accessories for your hatchlings or juvenile retics? Look no further than Heli Guy Serpents. Our sponsor, Chris Sexton, is coming in hot with an amazing 3D printer, creating top-notch perches and other caging accessories for your beloved pets. Enrich your retics environment with their high-quality products. Use our promo code TRL10 for a 10% discount on your purchase. Visit them today at heliguyserpents.com and start giving your pets the best. Heli Guy Serpents, the premier source for 3D printed caging accessories. Again, that's www.heliguyserpents.com and use our promo code TRL10 for 10% off all of your 3D printed accessories today. We're back. Um, let's do a little mic check. Uh, Nathan, I'm going to have you just yeah, talk. Uh, how's everything sounding for you guys? So a lot of comments. Too loud. We'll see what people say. All right. Well, yep. Keep going. Yeah. So, so um, still quiet. Oh, Let's, well, maybe right. you got to get closer anyways. Um, so obviously this is not an easy topic to talk about. Um, I actually made a uh, list and bullet point of things to kind of keep me on track because a lot of this thing can go circle and spiral. Um, so one thing that I wanted to start off with and be very transparent about, because um, I've even had people on on uh, social media talk about my previous relationship with Samson. And uh, also, uh, if any of you guys saw his statement, um, he made a beautiful statement. Uh, if any of you stayed up for an hour. Right. And yeah, um, through all that. His statement, Samson Pruitt's statement, uh, responding, um, he he gave a lot of credit to himself for my success. So, for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, you know, I'm I'm very successful because of him. So, I want to explain my relationship with him. Um, that's sarcasm. If you guys aren't catching it, so um, I I started uh, joining Facebook groups uh, for retics like a couple of years before I got them in 2018 and around 2016. 
Um, and uh, that's around the time that I met Samson, probably like very early 2017. Um, and despite how disgusting he treated his animals and everything that that transpired over those images, uh, he is an intelligent person who's a, a smooth talker. I mean, at the end of the day, the guy can sell you anything. He can sell himself. Um, and so I want to disagree with you a, a little bit there because uh, he was one of the first people I heard of selling retics uh, through the person I got into it from. And when I reached out to him about his animals, I was, I, I always felt like there was something off, like just the way he interacted with me, there was just red flags from the beginning. And I chose not to buy an animal, not knowing any of his history. And I'm super happy I did. Yeah. I mean, definitely a good decision. I can definitely speak for myself in the sense that when I met him, he, uh, gave me a lot of information, um, and uh, didn't even have a retic yet and didn't even get one. And I got my first one from him. Uh, and that was a Kaiwati. Um, and uh, he basically just kind of fed me into the whole, you know, if you listen to me, you'll be successful. And uh, he was answering all my messages. So um, didn't know anything really about his past uh, until I got my first snake, got on social media and started hearing more and more about uh, him. And I'll be the first to admit, I was one of those slither warriors, right? People would talk shit about him and I would, you don't even know the truth and blah, blah, blah. And I would just, I, I, I'd go to bat for this guy, um, which completely just like even wrenches my stomach now um, saying that. Uh, but after about like two dozen people within a year from like 2019 to 2020, uh, I, I, it was hard to start arguing with people that were telling me the same thing over and over again. So my eyes started opening up and I started looking out for more things. Uh, the Kaiwati I got from him, I got on his uh, famous uh, Slither breeding program, which means I spent only half of the money for that Kaiwati. He sent me her and the deal was uh, I would breed her and the two clutches would go over to him. He would sell them. And I would get 50% of the money. Now, now that we know that he can barely keep snakes alive, obviously, um, I did what was best for me. Um, when I bred my Kaiwati, I did not want to follow through with that. And at the time, it wasn't because I knew how severe the neglect or abuse was, but it was because um, I had found out from people he owed people tens of twenties of thirties of thousands of dollars on feeders, on animals. Um, and you always see him posting, always see him posting how strapped he is for money. Uh, 50% off this weekend. Uh, I need trade, trade I, my retic so I can get some rats. Right. I, I need gas to go to this show. It's like, what? Like, why would I, why would I, I, need, I need to trade snakes to get a generator moved. Yeah. The list goes on and it, the posts were constant. You would see him reaching out for, you know, deals on stuff all the time to try to right. not spend money. And, you know, when you see that over and over, you start to think he's in a hole. Like, what's what's going on over there? Right. So that's when I was like, you know what? This is not a legally binding agreement. I have also heard terrible things about him, found out the truth about his dog fighting history. Um, and I broke a Facebook Messenger deal. 
right? Wasn't a legal binding contract. Wasn't anything like that. I broke it off and I decided that my reputation was going to be worse than if people found out that I broke a verbal deal with Samson Pruitt than if I actually sent animals over to him. And if I actually would have done that now after all of this shit's coming out, I'd be toast. Like, and so um, when I told him I wasn't going to do that, he threatened me for months. I'm going to go public. I'm going to go public. You're going to wish you never fucked with me. All this crap, right? He, I mean, until one day he kind of really pissed me off on my birthday. He messaged me on my birthday and said, uh, you got 30 minutes to uh, text me uh, conversations, uh, you know, something along those threatening manners. Um, and by the way, during this whole process, I offered to talk to on the phone with him and he denied, he's like, I need proof. I need evidence. I need, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to message you because you're literally harassing me. So I was like, I'm not doing the deal with you. Uh, and, uh, so I decided to go public with this, uh, in December, uh, of 2022 and, uh, to kind of get ahead of it and to be able to actually provide the truth of everything that went down, why he deceived and lied to me uh, about animals I got from him, all this other crap. And uh, when I did that, this is kind of like the timeline starts for the Slither file. So I promise we're, we're getting there. Done with the history of Samson. One thing I want to say first, um, I will never hide my previous relationship with Samson. Um, I even called him at times in 2020, 2021. Um, I'm the type of person that if I buy a snake from an individual, I'm always going to ask the individual I bought the snake from if I have a question or need support or there's something going on. I'm not going to bother another breeder's time for an animal I didn't purchase from them. That's just something that I do. Um, so I even kept communication with him after 2020 when I had decided I don't want anything to do with him because some of my snakes were having some issues and I wanted to ask him some questions. Um, and so... Um, now we get into the aftermath of me posting me breaking the deal with Samson. I was reached out to by someone, uh, that said, if only you knew, uh, or he reached out to me and he said, uh, someone told me to reach out to you that you're having issues with Samson, uh, introduce himself. And I said, he said, I think you're going to want to hear my story. And so I called him, uh, he told me about all this abuse at his facility, all this crap. Um, and he's like, I got a bunch of pictures, hundreds of pictures. And I was like, okay, great. Send me the pictures. He only sent me like, I don't know, maybe a little more than five, like seven pictures. Um, and none of those pictures had like indisputable proof that it was Samson, right? So a lot of the pictures that you guys have seen on the Slither files have like Samson's name and mm -hmm. phone number. Uh, it, you know, clears day Samson's place. But this time, these pictures didn't have that. Correct me if I'm, I'm wrong. That was some of the pictures of like uh, just snakes and trash bins. Snakes and trash bins, the macaw being wrapped by a retic, uh, the, uh, that, uh, what's the cat? The cat that was frozen. Um, the caracal. Yeah, or the caracal frozen, um, frozen chameleon, frozen gator or, or mm -hmm. crocodilians. Um, and... Yeah, just a bunch of dead animals out back, right? Uh, nothing that was indisputable uh, to for me to go public with it, right? Or for me to try to seek law enforcement. This was back in December of 2022. So I'm trying to go ahead and, yeah, Luke, you didn't see the McCall rap by a retake. That's on the Slither files. Um, 
So that's when uh, I asked him, I, I started following up with him. I said, Hey, do you have more of the pictures? He's like, yeah, let me do this. And this person started giving me a story. He's like, this guy's threatening like Samson. He said, Samson's threatening my family. And long story short, he never sent me anything more. And I genuinely think that, that, you know, he was kind of scared to do that. Didn't want to be public about it, uh, which is why I'm not saying who it is. Uh, so that was kind of a dead end for me. Um, and I'm trying to remember this, this next phase. Um, so when I started trying to look for more evidence, I can't remember who did what, if I reached out to the ex leather employee or if they reached out to me, um, but I got in contact with an ex leather employee and it took me a while to convince this individual to send me the hundred at the time, the person had a hundred pictures maybe. Um, and in order for me to convince this person to send me the pictures, uh, we came up with a plan for that person to send me a flash drive so that it's not traceable online. Um, there's no email. There's no, there's no, uh, paper trail. Right. And so, uh, once I did that and was able to kind of convince them and we both agreed that this stuff needed to come to light, uh, that person was able to get other ex-employees to also send them pictures. So I ended up with about 215 pictures and videos. And I got the flash drive April of 20, April 22nd, 2022. So for those of you, that think that I held on to this for years or until last year, or I waited too long to uh, make this public or didn't call authorities. I, I got this stuff two months ago um, and it didn't get released to the public right away for uh, a good reason. So Nathan, um, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you get... If you were to obtain those kind of photos, right, about Samson Pruitt, yeah, like, do you even know what the first thing you would do is? Uh, I mean, the first thing I did do is, you know, just feel sad for the animals uh, first well, off. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of action, no, I mean, your your mind races and goes to, you know, how can how can we get this person punished? Um, right. You know, we don't just need to dox these photos, get them out and, you know, ruin a reputation. That's that's not really the point. I mean, everyone wants better for these animals and for this person to not be able to keep a single animal ever again. Um, I think prison is where he belongs. But I mean, just yeah, I don't know. Um, but I would definitely be getting advice from people. Right. Um, and I know through all of this, even when you were just being threatened on the uh, breeder loan with Samson, you were calling me and getting advice from me. You were getting advice from Rodney. You were getting advice from literally any resource you had in this community. Um, you've reached out to us arc, um, Bill Goss. So it's just like you, you did everything I think you possibly could, but right. we'll, we'll get more into those details. Right. And I'm loving the comments so far about like, Technically speaking, aren't we under animal cruelty laws? Uh, I agree. Law enforcement should have been called. Um, I'm going to get there. 
and uh, we're, we're getting into that that section that segment soon so i received the flash drive uh november or i'm sorry april 22nd um had all the photos in my possession at that date on april 18th i contacted darian from morph market and i let him know because that's when the flash drive was on the way to me and i let darian know i said hey i'm about to send you an email with a bunch of disgusting pictures of animal abuse from uh Samson Pruitt of Slither Incorporated or Slither Exotics. And um, at first he was like, I, I could tell just in the messages that he was uh, kind of hesitant. Um, but then he asked to call me. And so I talked to him and he's like, all right, when you get it, send me them. So I got it. I sent them to Darian. I sent them to, um, no, I sent them to Darian and that was it at the moment. Um, now, what I was informed to do was I, I decided to con uh, to contact us arc and I spoke with Phil and I sent Phil asked me for the pictures. Um, and I want to just throw a disclaimer out there. I still support us arc. I still uh, see their value in our industry and so I am just giving you the timeline of events that happened. This isn't me talking bad about anybody. Um, I'm sticking to the facts. And then I'll also give kind of my opinion, kind of what I wish would have happened. But um, um, And yeah, I just want to, I highlighted MJ's comment really quick about having ex-Slither uh, employees on this channel. And I that's something Lucas and I have talked about uh, just with how everything has transpired over the last week and a half or so. Um, so uh, expect to possibly see something like that soon. Yeah. Um, so I talked to Phil on the phone after he got them and Phil told me we need to be careful. And me and him started brainstorming. Like, what are we going to do? Because here's the thing for those of you that want to jump right away into the, give the animals over to animal control uh, or the pictures over to animal control, give it over to law enforcement. Like, yes, that's an option. Um, but what ends up happening if those animals are, when those animals are seized, um, nonprofit organizations come that are likely affiliated with PETA, or if any animals need to be euthanized, I don't know if you guys are aware, but a lot of vets are actually affiliated with PETA. And, if you have vets going out there euthanizing that are a part of PETA, you have to realize that PETA, this getting into PETA's hands is not like, that's not an option that we want. Right. And no, it, they're the biggest lobbying group to make sure that no one can keep an animal, especially some of the more fringe reptiles, you know, just exotic animals, that kind of thing. So we need to make sure that, we're going about this the softest manner we can. Right. And let me also add, there is documented uh, cases of where PETA, when they go and seize animals, they actually end up giving them for adoption and making money. So PETA goes and takes these animals and then goes and, you know, sells them an adoption fee. Um, and, and they're now profiting off of this horrible thing that happens. So we don't want PETA to get involved. So 
um, so me and Phil are talking and, uh, I told Phil like what my original plan was. My original plan was I was going to be quiet for a while and I was going to send the pictures to all of the major and smaller, uh, venues and shows that he goes to, to try to get him to lose access to gain money. Um, Phil said, yeah, that was, that's not a bad idea. He's like, let me see what I can do. Let me contact some people. And over the next few weeks, me and Phil are talking back and forth. He's updating me on a weekly basis. And he, uh, he tells me he has contact information for uh, animal law enforcement in South Carolina. Um, but we came into a fork in the road. Uh, the fork in the road was, for those of you that aren't aware, Samson moved to South Carolina January 1st of 2023. And if it's not January 1st and someone knows the actual date, but I'm pretty sure that's when the new lease started in South Carolina. All of these pictures dated back from 2019 to 2022, and they were in North Carolina. Now, again, Samson being narcissist, being manipulative, being pretty intelligent. Uh, he's a piece of shit. He's an animal abuser, but um, he, he when he doesn't have money, he doesn't have enough employees. Um, he doesn't have enough gas. He doesn't have enough vehicles. Do you guys think that he would actually take half dying animals and neglected decaying animals over to a new facility? South Carolina was his fresh start. So if any of you think that in South Carolina that the animals are in that condition in a six-month period... There's no or, way. There's no way. You would, because you would be... I've said this in a public setting already, but you'd be brain dead to bring all those sick, dying, diseased, just mutilated animals out to your new facility. If anything, he's looking at it as free enclosures, more space for the animals, possibly... And, you know, then he'll rebuild and the same cycle will happen all over again. Yeah, he doesn't learn. He didn't learn from going to prison. He didn't learn from before prison when he kept snakes like shit back in the 90s. This is decades of abuse. Yeah. So I, I, so for, for those of you that are, why didn't you just give it over to law? Like if I would have done that, we risk media getting involved right off the bat. And it's likely that when they went to go search, they weren't going to find what was in the pictures. So this is why I'm I'm sharing the story to give you a timeline of reference because what I'm hearing from everyone who is feeling so strongly about this and pissed off that we didn't do the right thing with with the pictures it's only because we all agree that Samson needs to be in jail and anything short of that is unacceptable and I totally agree with that um but the issue is that just the way that the information transpired and the way that I obtained the evidence, it just, that that was never going to happen, unfortunately. we And you guys can still try, but I want you to really, I mean, the pictures are public. Everyone's been asking me, hey, uh, have you done this? Have you done that? And it's like, yo, the pictures are public. If you have a good plan, go do it. So Lucas, let me ask you something then. Um, you know, I, I think, he's hard pressed for the majority of the reptile community to be conned into buying an animal from him. Now. Um, we always know that he had his, his kind of little support group and his ride or die people that would, you know, die on any hill for him. Say, yeah. say he continues to somehow work with these animals. 
how's he going to sell them? And how do we weed out the people that are going to ultimately have to sell for him? Yeah. So that, that's where I want to get to, um, a little later in the episode to start talking about kind of solutions. Um, but I want to finish off this part about, uh, I want to talk about, I want to kind of end the segment with, with Phil Goss. Um, so, um, Phil Goss at one point messaged me because I started letting people know that knew that I had the images, right? People that, that I, I was talking to about it. Like it wasn't public, right? The images weren't out there. These people didn't have the images, um, uh, besides Rodney. And I'll let you guys know, um, why I chose Rodney. Um, if it's not obvious, then, uh, I'll, I'll educate you here in a second. But, um, but, uh, he, he messaged me. He's like, Hey, don't tell anybody I'm helping you with this. He was very, very adamant on U.S. ARC focuses on keeping our legislation. Um, we cannot handle cases of animal abuse. I'm the only full-time employee. And like when he said that, I was like, I get it. Um, I understood that that was kind of like U.S. ARC has a mission. But I also know that U.S. ARC also stands for proper animal keeping. It's on their website. Um, but I was like, okay, my bad. Like, um, so he told me he had, uh, a contact information and he was going to follow up with them. Uh, he didn't reach out to me for two weeks after I had texted him and I didn't realize that it didn't put two and two together, but he was in Florida for the, uh, uh, Florida US arc thing. When he got back, he said he was going to call them. Um, and he would let me know the next day. He didn't get back to me. And now I think we're at like two and a half or three weeks since the last text that I got from him. And so he kind of just, I don't know. It seemed like he stopped pursuing the legal side of things that we were trying to sneak attack. Like he had people and contacts. Phil's, a, Phil's got contacts. Phil's got, I mean, the, the uh, and so I kind of had some faith that Phil was going to be working in the background, trying to do the legal matters while um, I am messaging shows and Darian and, uh, all, you know, the, the, the people that Samson can sell animals through. So then once Phil just stopped reaching out to me, um, I came to the realization that he lives in South Carolina. He probably doesn't have those cases of animal abuse and neglect at his place now because he wouldn't move half dying animals. Um, he can barely feed his animals because he can't afford the food because he has so many of them. So why would he take animals that are basically dead? Um, and so my, the only other thing for me to think about was uh, to go public. Now, during this time, I had been talking to Rodney and had Rodney. Now, I didn't just give Rodney the pictures openly and willingly. I was actually withholding the pictures from him. I gave him like 10 pictures. I, I saw them. I saw them far before Rodney saw them. I know if yeah. I, if Rodney had seen them in the, the time frame that I did, uh, they would have been out. Yeah. I sent the, pic yeah, I sent the pictures to a lot of close friends because I was just dumb shock when I found it. Um, yeah. Um, but you were still trying to be super cautious about your next steps. Right. And, and I, you know, Rodney, I know we got a good relationship, but I had to be cautious with him. Um, and so Rodney was one of the last people in my shared Google docs that or Google drive that actually got them. Um, but I was consulting and talking to him. And if we didn't have help from the, uh, 
backside of the legal approach and it really didn't have any way to gain traction um we went back to the thought of self-policing we need to get the information into the public's hand into the community's hands so that everyone can see what kind of person and what kind of breeder samson prude is and that's when rodney created the slither files so slither files came out we did an interview with an ex-employee uh, on Rodney's channel who gave context to everything that was in the pictures. And um, obviously, we're, we're at where we're at now in regards to this kind of blowing up. And let me explain why I... Nathan, real quick, why do you think I chose Rodney to be the one to... Uh, post the pictures publicly to do the interview with me uh, to give him the opportunity to put the pictures out there. Uh, because Rodney has been in this game a long time. Uh, Rodney has connections with people that have been in and out of Slither. He has, you know, all the knowledge in the world and everyone knows Rodney's going to be the loudest and the most aggressive when it comes to getting this information out there. His approach, while it can be very abrasive and sometimes borderline just toxic for the community, does work. Yeah. Give credit where credit's due. His approach works, um, like Nathan said. And he hit the nail on the head. And to summarize it even like quickly, but uh, or even like more just like to the point is when Rodney makes a post, I don't care if you hate him, you read it regardless of how long it is. Because yep. you want to see what that clown has to say. And so Ronnie was the perfect person. And also, nobody else, like we have an industry that is massive. And, and we got ball python people speaking out against this more than our own retic people. We got Adam Wickens, who doesn't even have a retic, just posted a video about this. And we can't get are big retake people to speak out against this. And that's concerning to me. So Ronnie was a perfect person because Ronnie doesn't care what people think. Yeah. Um, this Honestly, this is more disturbing than any of the FWC stuff. Uh, that was, that was bad, but yeah, I agree. This is decaying this is, this animals is, in tubs. This is miles and bounds worse. And, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of, people starting to talk up about it but there, there's more that are staying quiet that definitely know what's going on and are just choosing to look the other way keep marketing themselves and you know you do you i guess but i mean i i want to mess around with people in this industry that are gonna do the best for the animals first and foremost yeah, yeah. we can all make money at the end of the day yeah we can sell some animals but let's let's care about these animals first right um, I want to address this comment here, um, a good comment, and it has a good point, but I, I kind of want to just talk about why I disagree with this a little bit. So Phil is fighting so much, he can't fight these bans while adding evidence against the hobby. This hurts uh, the very thing he is fighting for. This becomes our burden as a community. So I agree in terms of it's our burden. We need to speak up. Um, but U.S. Ark has a lot to fight. And here's the thing, is that if this, if this information these pictures, the Slither file is mishandled and it gets out there and it's national news. Phil has a way more uphill battle to climb 
if that happens than if if you know he was working secretly behind the scenes like what he was doing with me i think was great he just stopped messaging me um and so i you also have to think about that aspect i mean if i'm if if i am working at us arc or or i'm a volunteer at us arc or i support the hell out of them because i love what they do for us um but like i see something like this and i'm like shit that's something that can get large constrictors banned from people um, if not just in that state, it can, yeah, it can snowball to federal legislation and, you know, it's, so it's hard enough and it's hard enough owning some of the biggest animals in the world. And, you know, it's the king of pythons. Um, so you're yeah. always going to have people coming after them and we need to do our best to represent them. And unfortunately, this is an opportunity for us to show what, uh, when it can go wrong and you know we need to start showing how we're doing better and how that's not what the industry as a whole looks like right absolutely um you know weston has has uh oh let me also talk about weston um yeah, weston we has a as a matter of fact um we can type in the comments here oh you guys are gonna love this shit ready hold up let me get <laughs> i forgot about this this is a grand finale um Weston is pretty damn smart. When I was talking to Weston and I actually shared the pictures with him before they went public as well. He's like, dude, this is going to be perfect. And I was like, what do you mean? He sends me an image. So I don't know if you guys are aware of Weston's history with Samson, but uh, Weston loves dogs as most of us do. And so when Samson was uh, vending uh, back in maybe 2020 or 2019, one of the big shows that was in Colorado, I think, uh, Weston had a petition going around to get Samson the hell out of there. Um, and because of all of that and how that went down, Weston, I think, bought out, let's see, one, two, three, four, I don't know, probably like 15 different domains, online domains, websites. Um, I am samsonpruitt.com, samsonpruitt.com, samsonpruitt.info, Slither Inc., Slither Inc., Slither Incorporated. I want everybody to go on their their uh, their browser right now. I'm going to type in the link here, but I want everyone to go on their browser right now and type in samsonpruitt.com. I actually have never done this. I knew he had and look what, and look, all of those. And look what we just got done. Uh, I gave him the photos. He told me that we could use those domains. He's going to connect all the domains with all of it. And if you go to samsonpruitt.com, we now have an official website to uh, put this information out there. I don't see comments in the chat, so I'm assuming everybody is going to the browser. Uh, yeah, right everyone's <laughs> looking. Yeah. Um, no, I'm doing the same right now. I don't know if you you want me to share my screen and just do it that way, Lucas. Yeah, but, do it. Um, um, yeah, and for the most go. part, I mean, yeah, go for it. Hold on. Let me, let me mess with this. Oh, this is going to look ugly. Good. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I forgot the S in the comments. Just spell Samson Pruitt. Yep, that's S A M S O N. Um, but anyways, you know, there's there's three articles here uh, going over some of the dog fighting. Hold uh, up, some of the court let me. Documents. I haven't I haven't switched it over. Give me a sec. There we go. All right. So we have a few articles here. So it has access to his uh, legal public uh, arrest records. 
Um, I mean, I, I'm pretty, he, so the website, I don't think it's complete with the SEO, but at some point, if you just even Google Samson Pruitt, um, that those, most of those domains are going to come up. Um, so Weston, big thank you for that. Um, yeah. you know, when he told me he had those domains, he's like, this is exactly what we needed. Uh, um, there's viewer discretion on everything. I think that's very needed here. <laughs> um, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, viewer discretions. And that was something that I was telling him. I was like, please put warnings on the homepage before mm -hmm. they click open files. Like, please, please, please. And, uh, he had someone build the site and, uh, happy with the way that it came out. And, uh, you know what? I think this comment is worth here showing, um, Let's Kagan see. saying, putting Cassandra's name in there too. Um, she's absolutely just as much a part of this. Um, yeah. And I mean, to absolutely. be honest, her, her story and getting caught up with Samson's kind of traffic because Samson's great at, at grooming people. But um, at the end of the day, um, she's been in this way too long for her to not want to take a role. And for those of you that don't know who Cassandra Velez is or Casabel, uh, she has like 70,000 followers on Instagram, TikTok. This is Samson's wife. Uh, I want to. I want to do a quick shout out to. I, I don't know all the actual handles of the people that have been going on TikTok, but you know, type in Slither, type in uh, Samson Pruitt or any of this into uh, your search bar in TikTok, and there are people talking out on that platform as well. Uh, the Retic Lounge doesn't really post over there, so uh, I'm just proud that the message is being shared on every platform and there's nowhere that they can safely hide for Cassandra. A lot of this seems like a popularity contest. Um, just, you know, trying to get famous with these animals. Yeah. Um, so real quick, um, I'm going to back up a bit just to come do one last comment about Rodney's role in this. Um, when I did the interview with Rodney, when I gave Rodney the photos, I, I explicitly told him on the video, you can't say shit um, about other people. This is not about other people. This is about Samson. And he, he he was good on the video. He did good. He maybe made like one little sly comment to, to Bob, but he did good. Yeah, um, that, but that's always been my big thing. Uh, we We've been in group messages trying to discuss how these pictures are going to come out. We've tried to make this a, a major effort with, big breeders within the retic industry because it we all have vested interest in this yeah. um and that's maybe my one criticism of how all of this has gone down um i've said from the beginning uh, just because of how some of that talk went um i don't want this to be a witch hunt this this is a samson pruitt thing this is his facility these are his animals um you know, the people that are culpable are the people that know exactly what kind of abuse is happening there and are actively working with him right now. Um, yeah. So we don't need to, you know, get the pitchforks out and, and just start burning down anyone's collection who has a slither animal. That's, that's not the point here. Right. And, um, so, uh, Luke, Nine months ago, she was on Animal Con's panel, and she is still scheduled to be on their panel this year. So email them. Let them know. Um, if anyone has updated information that they've taken her off, um, that Doesn't, would be... Uh, Brian Barcheck own uh, run Animal Con or sponsor it? 
that that I'm not sure. Um, I know he's aware of the situation. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but in the case of Rodney, um, someone said something to piss him off. He starts going off his wagon like he does, but I'm, I'm going to say I'm very thankful for his role in this. Uh, again, I never condone whenever he goes, um, and does his thing and, and, uh, you know, has his Facebook persona that he starts digging into people. But, um, I truly think that if anybody else would have helped me with this, uh, of getting this stuff out there, they wouldn't have been able to get the attention that, that Rodney did. Um, again, you can hate him, you can love him, but you're going to listen or read his posts when he posts. And that was the the main thing behind that. And, um, now, um, yeah, Weston, what's going on, buddy? Um, I, I definitely agree. Send those website links to the show organizers. That's way easier than sending the files. And, uh, in case, uh, who was it? Um, Python addiction, you didn't get your answered question. I don't know if you did or not. Who's buying the domain names so they can point to the same place? Uh, Weston is working on that. They will, all the domain names that he has will eventually be linked and go to the same exact website. Um, now, I'm going to summarize real quick. Why wasn't law enforcement called right away? Well, because, you know, if, if we just did that impulsively without thinking about it, PETA could have been involved Vets could have been there to shut the the place down to euthanize animals who are involved with PETA. You can't just go in and just like, oh, here's animal neglect, send off to authorities. Um, number two, even if we did that, he moved to South Carolina. He did that four months prior to me obtaining all the evidence and photos. So for those of you guys that are like, we we fumbled, we we screwed up, we didn't do this right. What do you what do you mean? I had I had I had the information for two months in my possession before they went public. And he's and, already a state away. And, and not only that, but for the first five to six weeks, I was working with Phil in the background and Darian yeah. and all the shows. Like yeah. I was, we were doing work. Yeah, um, yeah, we let off with that for for a point. I think that's the biggest piece of misinformation that I've been seeing posted around is, right. you know, you this should have been done sooner. Yeah, we, we would have, you know, yeah. we why why uh during the time that those employees were there i mean you know there's talks of threats and violence and you know there's no one's getting paid over there conditions are horrible these people are being conned at the lowest points of their lives to be working with animals so you know i i don't know we need to talk to more people um i i can't wait to have some of those interviews so i can get some of my questions answered but in terms of us in these pictures and everything that's happened with the Slither files, we acted as fast as we could. Yeah. Um, things were happening as soon as the images were received. Even before I received the images, Darian was already contacted with Morph Market. I've been talking to Darian for two months. Um, and uh, so that's the timeline. That's the facts. That's all the information. Um, and... I, I want to open it up for the people in the comments and in a discussion that you asked me earlier on, Nathan, that we can get back to is what do we do now? Yeah. Like, what do we do moving forward? If you guys continue to call animal control, continue to call law enforcement, it, it's, you know, it, not going to happen like we mentioned. But here's the thing. If you stop doing that, I mean, I can almost guarantee you a year from now, Samson will have the animals in the same freaking condition. So... Maybe hold off on making calls for six months and then do a random call. Might get busted then. But 
what do we do as a community now? Because I am so tired of people not engaging in this, not paying attention to it, calling it drama. Like if someone tells me that to my face, I'm going to punch you just flat out saying, if you say that the Samson Pruitt thing is drama and these pictures, and why are we still talking about this? You deserve to be out of the community. I feel very strongly about that. Yeah. It's two months now and I'm not done being emotional about these pictures. Right. It, it's some of the most haunting images you'll ever see in your life. Like these animals deserve so much better. You want to know a fun fact? Um, the episode that I recorded with Rodney and the ex-employee that was there, that was the first time that I actually looked at that many images in there. When I received the files, I glanced through them. I still haven't seen every picture in there. As a matter of fact, I wasn't even the one who caught that there were labels with Samson's name and number on there because I couldn't look at those pictures. Yeah, I unfortunately looked at everyone. Um, so, yeah, this is not drama. This is real animal neglect and abuse that's happening in front of your face. And guess what? If you guys decide to let this die out next week and no one talks about him, guess what? Some new guy three months from now who's not connected at all the retic groups uh, and, and you know, we, we give up on this or, you know, Samson's going to continue making sales. Samson's going to continue to be able to sell snakes despite him neglecting. And if we just drop this, um, I, I think we're really doing the, the industry a disservice. That's why I say we need to be vigilant in trying to weed out who could possibly be associated in selling animals for him. Um, you know, Slither Inc is dead. Slither is dead. There's, there's no way he can sell animals under that name. Um, under his name, I, I think it's doubtful too. So I think we, we really need to be vigilant in trying to find out who he's associating with. Uh, I don't know how that's going to be possible, but you know, uh, like someone said, look for the, uh, rainbows or however he labels those. Yeah. But I, I think what, like, if I had to strategize a plan is we don't get complacent with continuing to make light of this. The, the, for example, you know, the talk in the group that Slither Files was kind of dying down. People starting to post about their feelings and that's great. But like pictures and things like that, um, Weston coming through and doing this website is kind of like a new, it, it's, it's relighting the fire a little bit. But what I also think that we really need to do. Um, and I don't think we've put enough emphasis. There's been a few people on the Slither Files that have done things on TikTok. We need to really push to make the connection with Cassandra and Samson. Cassandra's massive following. She has um, sponsorships and does promotional stuff for different type of uh, exotic cat outreaches. Um, and it's so easy to rebrand. Um, and it's so easy for this stuff to just get uh put in with her uh popularity or so I, if we don't if we don't continue to make that strong connection between the two of them that's where a lot of things can slip under the rug she's a business partner she's his wife she right. has been at that facility and managing those animals or mismanaging those animals i should say for years so she is 100% just as responsible as Samson, if not more from what I hear, Samson's job was to sit in his van and sit on the phone all day, you know? Yeah. 
Um, boycott Samson and Slither and anybody who has a 2023 or later Slither animal? Absolutely. I mean, I've already made that commitment to myself. If I find out that you are doing business with him in 2023 or later, no if, thunder buts. Yeah, um, we need to know what his rebrand is because they're certainly not going to be sold as Slither animals. Um, and I and I will go as far as to like, guys, I got a full-time job that makes good money. I got a family. Um, I, I love my animals. I don't need this. I do this because I love to do it. But at the end of the day, I don't care about like burning and crashing um, in, in this industry. The people who I've made friends in this industry, the only people I care to continue to, to talk about if everybody else wants to think I'm doing something. But if you buy a 2023 Slither animal, I'm putting you on blast. I'm not, I'm not just going to block you, right? I'm going to make sure everybody knows that you are supporting them. Um, at this point, there's almost no excuse for ignorance. Yeah. If, if you guys can give me an excuse, I'll take it. I, I, I almost want to reach out to the person that was defending Samson to me just a few weeks ago and see how they're feeling now. Yeah. It's a matter of, um, man, whose video was it? Um, someone posted a video, uh, and, and someone was talking about, uh, no evidence and this and that, and Samson's a good person. And, um, I could see, I went back to that comment and saw like 15 people lighting them up. Yeah. And like, that, that's not me either. I mean, I'm, I'm working six days a week, uh, between a hair school, a, a barbershop and the podcast and the animals with all the hatchlings. Like this is the last thing I want to be doing. I want to be enjoying my time, but you know, um, when something like this pops up and it's given, uh, our attention we we have to do something about it and we have to stay vigilant on it, it yeah know. um and by the way like aside from the animal abuse and neglect but the stories that i have heard so like when me and rodney did that interview together we got like five phone calls each of us from different ex-employees mm -hmm. and it goes way further than animal abuse yeah um and and this comment right here is is a great example of just the the um you know, employees even trying to reach out and do things, but there was not the opportunity to be allowed or to do that. Um, so, um, Kagan, if you want to come on, hit me up. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anybody else has any ideas, go to the Slither files. Um, let's brainstorm how as a community, we are going to fight against this. The, the, I, I strongly feel the animal control, Law enforcement um, is, number one, not going to be effective right now. And if we do it without strategy, um, and I mean like legislate, like 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 political strategy, like someone like Phil Goss had that type of influence, um, we can be in a lot more trouble uh, with large organizations like PETA. Yeah. All right. I mean... I was going to say, I, I, I feel like we've kind of hit every little point that we wanted to tonight. Is there anything else you want to kind of go over? If anyone has maybe a last second question that they, they feel like they've been uh, burning to get answered, then throw them out now. We'll, we'll give you guys, you know, another minute or two to um, just get those out. Maybe we can touch on a few things. Yeah, I did see one comment here that I just wanted to highlight from Python Addiction. One way is to push the community to demand lineage, pictures of facility, pictures of pairing, et cetera. Hold breeders in general to be more transparent. Absolutely. Like, yeah, 
I have that, a few. That... I have a few local people that are looking at some of my animals, and each every single one of them is going to be able to come over to the, and see my reptile room. You know, that's I'm in a little, such a good point. I'm in a little uh, little apartment, basically a little duplex, and uh, you know, it's just a tiny little bedroom. But I want to show you how nice I keep that tiny little bedroom with my snakes. I used to remember when Samson would post pictures on his group or when he would send me pictures of like breedings and snakes on eggs, he would black out the entire background and all you could see was the animal on eggs. And that is a great red flag. Oh, that's all. That's all just because of the secret projects, Lucas. Yeah. You don't want to see um, the stuff that's out there. I saw a question up here. Let's see. Um, I feel like we kind of already hit this. Uh, do we know where the new location is? It's in South Carolina, uh, exact address, and I don't have that. I do. Um, oh, Lucas does. Um, can we do random visits every three months as a welfare check? You know, it, it, it like Lucas said earlier too. I, I think you know, it, if it's going to get back to that point, um, I think it would be more interesting to get an inventory of what he has and then a head count of how many animals are there. Cause that could show, you know, just how much he left behind. Um, Lucas, do we want to talk about uh, the grave site? Um, are you talking about the recent information? There's any merit to that? Um, yeah, there is. And that's because I, I have spoken to someone, the only person that would be able to confirm that. Okay. So, yeah, I think uh, that's that's a possibility to be able to get evidence as uh, just animals at the old facility. Being um, dug up or burned or they're underground. Uh, um, there's also talks of them just being sold to oddity collectors. So, you know, they could have already been disposed of. Um I know someone said that he donated or he, he sent a bunch of animals to a shelter in Pennsylvania. I don't know how true that is, but yeah. So there's already reports of these animals, you know, being disposed of. So there's no way to get evidence. That's, you know, like Lucas said, he's, he's smart. He's, he schemes these kind of things. Yeah. Um, I want to say one thing before we go, but um, for everybody that has messaged me, about like thinking for exposing um, or who's just been um, supportive in this becoming public. Um, like really thank you for that because uh, the last week and a half, ever since this stuff has gone public, um, there's been such a mix and divide in the retail community about, you know, you guys are stupid for doing this. Um you should have just let law enforcement not drag the retail community in it. And again, I just, for those of you that have messaged me and that I've said, great job. Um, or who have even checked in with me. Um, cause I told Nathan after this episode, I'm checking out of social media besides posting animals for a while. I'm not commenting on groups for a bit. I need to check out for the last two weeks. I've been going full force on my phone, 24 seven answering questions and I need a break. Yeah, um, I, we all do. Yeah, you'll see my you'll see my animals, but um, I am unplugging from groups for a bit, um, and I'm saying that live here so that any of you that are on here, if you see me engaging, interacting, and not taking a break, call Keep me him out. Accountable. He yeah. needs he needs all of you as accountability buddies here. Yeah, because those of you that were supposed to be accountable for me not getting more snakes, Deron, it's not working. Um, so yeah, uh, that's all I got. 
right, guys. Um, yeah. Wish I could say this was a fun episode. It was informative. Uh, I'm happy that all of you showed out, showed out support. Um, it's awesome to have a community that can think together and try to come up with ways that we can uh, make situations like this not pop up in the future. So uh, we'll see you next week on the Retail Lunch.